You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Um, Chase has finally joined us. I'm here. And, um, well, I guess since we're posting this on Yeah, he wasn't days, here all the not, other days. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> been slacking. Um, anyway, Chase is here, and Brandon and myself, we're going to be talking today about winter accessories. So we've talked about a bunch of different stuff, uh, skis, ski boots, uh, have we talked about snowboards in detail? We're not not yeah, yet. Oh, we okay. need to do that soon. Um, or we don't. I need to. Really. Well, I need to demo the new. I need to ride. ride the new buy stuff. and ride the new Solomon. Yeah. I'll let you know. So, um, we've talked about a lot of those things. We've talked about backcountry kits, Beacon Shovel Probe, all that stuff, airbags. Now we need to talk about winter accessories, which include things like your gloves. Your helmet, goggles, ski poles, some of those types of things. So, uh, not. This isn't necessarily. Like, for if you me screw up on this purchase, you might die. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a really big mm-hmm. safety issue. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Jace, kick us off. <laughs> Gloves. Gloves. <laughs> so, let me just you ask. You should have some. <laughs> They're good. So, okay, but... So let me ask. Yeah. Do you guys have favorite gloves that you just go back to again and again? Yeah, I do. I have a couple... For different reasons. So I have a pair of outdoor... Which I've... Sadly, I've got a... I've got a... This is a good conversation because I have some OR gloves that I love. They're like a mix between a leather and I who knows. Like a soft shell glove. Yeah. Synthetic. But they're lightweight. Um, perfect for touring, snowshoeing, basically anything active in the cold. Trail running. Um, but they're not... I can't use my phone with them because uh-huh. they're just that old. They're like four or five years old. I can't use my phone with them. And and that's really the one of the bigger reasons why I need a new pair of gloves because we're in the business. I got to take pictures when we're out there. And if I don't take the picture, it didn't happen. So, you know, <laughs> right. there's that. But um, but a nice, nice lightweight. Um, it's like a waterproof leather, but it's very thin, very tight. Yeah. Um, is, it's a perfect love for all the things. And then I have um, a full leather BD glove. It's the like the working glove, the work glove. Uh-huh. which, oh my gosh, it's the greatest glove ever. I like it. Yeah. I've got a pair of those. I love as well. that glove. So anytime like ski touring, snowboarding, inbounds, I have the bigger, thicker gloves from from BD as well. I just like, man, it's like never cold enough to wear those things. And we've had customers come bring those back. I remember and like, oh, my <laughs> hands got warm? cold. I'm like, I have no cold. Oh, I'm like, I have really? no idea how your hands got cold. Like, <laughs> please, I mean, I believe you, but man, that is, I, I don't ever wear them because it's just they're it's so much. warm. Yeah. and I'm not. I, I get cold pretty easy. But I really like those Kinko gloves that we brought in last year, and I wore those the second half of the season last year, and 
loved them. And they're the mittens. I got the mittens, the Kinko yeah. mittens. Freaking love them. And they're cheap. What are they, 30, 35? 30, I think 29. Yeah. You put the little s- stuff on it, Nick little wax s- on it. Little awesome. stuff. The little Good stuff to go. Yeah, yeah, I I really like my Kinko mitts. I wasn't a mitten fan. This is my first pair of mittens that I got. And I love them. I definitely, especially on cold days, those mitts are great. I have no complaints. I think my the last couple seasons, my go-to have been the Rab Guide. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the articulation that they have in that glove. It's not as... I feel like all the Rab gloves have great articulation. Yeah, they do. I think it's... They're like... They got their roots in ice climbing gloves, I think is what they started in. Right. And so they've, they're using that petard leather, which is a great high-quality leather. And then also they're just like really well articulated because they're used to making a glove they had to climb with. Um, and this, the new guide glove I used, I used it all last year. I really, really liked it. Um, just cause I feel like you have really good dexterity. The B, I think it has better dexterity than some of the BD gloves that I've used. Mm. Um, warmth, I don't really get cold easy. So I feel like it's right there with the, the black diamond. The black diamond might be a little on the warmer side. Um, but you lose some dexterity. I really like having good dexterity if I'm going to wear a glove. Um, I've used the Black Diamond Work Glove for a couple, three or four years too. And great, really great glove. I, I wish I had one go-to glove. I think my go-to if I'm going to use a mitt is the Kinko Mitten. And if I use the glove, it's typically the Rab Guide Glove. So there's a philosophy with gloves um, that you shouldn't, spend too much money on them because you're going to leave one somewhere it's going <laughs> to drop off the lift you're going to leave it on your i there was when i was in my teenage years the early 20s mid 20s i lost a pair of gloves a year sometimes multiple gloves in the same year i don't know what the, i don't know why i, don't, I just did i'd put them on the tr- the back bumper or something of my car and drive off i mean i did all the things right um i haven't lost a pair of gloves in a long time but I'm also paying for more expensive gloves. Yeah. And when I set them down, I'm like, I'm setting them down here. <laughs> nope, can't do that. I got to put them in my car. Yeah. I put them in the car. They go in the car. They're either on my hand or in the car because right. I cannot leave them somewhere. Right. Yeah. I think my last pair of gloves that I lost, I got a brand new pair of POW gloves. And I was so stoked on these new POW gloves. Full leather. Awesome gloves. I think I paid like 150 bucks for them. Before I was working yeah, you in the industry. You paying that much money then. Yeah, they were, they were nice gloves, right? And day two, <laughs> I was spring skiing up a at Basin. Yeah. And I was on the plaza. And me and my friend were like, let's just like take a little nap because we're tired. So like put our helmets and our gloves and our goggles on the table. Sit back. Take a nap. Wake up like a half hour later. Gloves are gone. Everything. What? Helmet helmet and goggles are still there. My Dude, gloves are gone. Gloves? And someone saw that we were asleep. And no. Brand new gloves. My gloves are gone. I was so oh, mad. That's the worst. Brand new gloves. Didn't even. Uh, they might I'm always been. worried about someone's gonna steal my snowboard, and I'm like, it's 20 years old. <laughs> no, like, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and then um, then I'm I've always been paranoid because then I'm like, well, maybe they'll steal it because it's collectible. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get I get paranoid too. Like leaving my skis out there. Like I don't want someone to steal them, but chances of them stealing that are low with how many other. Well, it's a weird paranoia because there's hundreds of skis that are lined up there. Like they're just going to grab yours and go. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you if you have the nice, I think maybe a few years ago, DPS, when they were, could have got, you know, they're like, oh, it's the only DPS. Yeah. That's a little sketchy. 
right now those Icelandics are like kind of a hot commodity. Gotta, you got to be careful. Gotta with keep those. them yeah. in my sights. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you steal my snowboard, I, I you can have it because that's <laughs> says antique. more about you than anything. Like you really <laughs> needed that snowboard. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, hats, hats. I have a. And we're not we're talking beanies, right? Yeah, like, sure. So I've got a quick question real, uh, about the Kinko mitts and gloves. Yeah. Before we go on, so I haven't used them. I want to get some, um, just because they're great, great work glove, great glove for you can um, beat them up for yeah, the price. abusing and stuff. Um, did it take a little while to break them in? Um, yeah, because they're kind of stiff and straight at first. Like you gotta break that leather in. Yeah. Um, was there a certain uh, thing that you did to break them in quicker? Did you like lather up the leather with some conditioner or anything? So, since put them I, in the microwave or the oven or yeah. something? Since I got the mitts, I wasn't too worried about breaking them in because yeah. I don't really need that dexterity. But I know people that get the gloves will put like a snow seal on there. On there. They'll put them in the oven um, just to kind of loosen it up and open up those pores and then put them on afterwards. Um but there's definitely a, a, a larger break-in period than other gloves. The Black Diamond Work gloves are probably fairly, simi- similar. fairly similar as far as break-in period. However, the Kinkos are a much more durable leather, yeah. and so it, it does take a little bit to break them in. I haven't done anything, but I know like putting a Nick Wax or a snow seal on there and cooking the glove in the oven will soften that leather up. Yeah. My favorite gloves for years was the black diamond ice glove i bought it for ice climbing initially and then i just love the dexterity and the warmth and i used it for skiing ice climbing used for everything and so every year i'd buy a brand new pair of black diamond ice gloves for like five years in a row that was my ski glove and then um i switched to uh i got the arcteryx alpha sv glove back in the day when they when they made that, I don't think they make it anymore, but um, it's a Gore-Tex outer shell glove with a leather palm and then a fleece liner. And I still use that glove all the time, but I actually use that glove, just the shell, all the time. I don't use the fleece liner as often because it's too warm. I'm usually too warm in it, especially since most of what I do is backcountry skiing these days. And then I use a, like a thin uh, ice climbing go- glove with a leather palm. That's my go-to for everything for ice climbing for touring whatever else and then if it starts snowing i throw on that uh, waterproof shell over the top but i really want to get a pair of kinko gloves that i can get broken in and just abuse because all of my really nice expensive gloves like they're getting a lot of mileage on them uh, i'd rather save them for special occasions so there you go resort skiing or or a big cli- climbing trip somewhere or whatever so I might get a pair of Kinkos just as my workhorse gloves for every day. Yeah, they're they're great for that. I think that's where they excel is just that workhorse glove. It's nothing special, no frills, just a quality leather glove. Cool. And then uh, hats, is that what we were talking about next? or uh, Talking about how to stay awake in the afternoon yeah. over there yawning. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Hats or uh, helmets? Ha- uh, yeah, uh, beanies. Beanies. Beanies, but uh, meaning like performance beanies. Like I have a, I have a thin, um, it's actually smart wool I've had for years that I love. I still use all the time because it's a merino wool and it's a great uh, active wear beanie. I can't wear thick beanies doing much of anything. And then right. the next down go-to is a buff. And 
a buff in the winter is like the way to go for almost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I use some sort of a, a synthetic or merino buff of some sort. I usually fold it into a headband and I put that over my ears and as a sweat collector when I'm hiking. And then I usually will keep a warm beanie in my backpack for the downhill when I'm backcountry skiing. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of a buff or something similar headbands i think we need a new uh, or this idea for a podcast uh segment or show is a sweat collector oh yeah <laughs> yeah we need sweat a sweat collector. sweat collector but all the all the gear that is sweat collecting yeah oh, that's a good one um i for the uphill when it comes to backcountry or touring um the uphill i use a buff and a foam trucker like all Buffing the time. a foam trucker, dude. Yep. Way to go, man. Um, downhill, I keep a, like Greg, I keep a warm beanie in there to throw on the downhill. Um, yeah, if I'm resort skiing, though, I just wear a helmet the whole time. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't wear a hat underneath my helmet either. No, not with a helmet. No. I mean, I people used to, do, but, but it's, it's hot. I used to, I had a Smith variant helmet and I'd wear a little hat underneath there and I did the whole like park skier thing where I put my goggles underneath my helmet. Uh, uh, you were one of them. I was. Uh, I also for like a you re- season or <laughs> no? I did that for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> have you repented? Okay. Oh yeah, I got a new helmet. I got a, a Pret helmet last year um, <laughs> that I freaking love, and it just and everything integrates so well when you put your goggles on the right way, and oh, there's yeah. no air gaps or anything, and your helmet doesn't move around; it stays put. Um, so yeah, hats, buff hat. And then on the downhill, like I, nothing technical, just a warm, it's actually from Bolivia. <laughs> it's an old Bolivian what? hat that I wear on the way down. Nice. Um, and then my helmet is Pret, and Pret. I really like him. Mm-hmm. I have a Solomon helmet and I'm not very impressed with it. It's pretty comfortable. Um, but the back snap thing that keeps the goggles in broke after one season. Oh. I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. It's too bad. Because I don't want to have to like, send stuff back, you know? Or, right. Like, do a warranty issue after one season on a helmet. Yeah. So I had a Bori, or I don't know if that's how you say it. Bole. No, or... Bori, B-O-E-R-I. Okay, yeah, yeah. Helmet from years and years and years ago that... Um, I never saw them on. Other, I never saw other people wearing them except occasional ski racers in the Olympics. That's that's how you knew it was good. <laughs> exactly. Like, you are an Olympian. Yeah. If you wear this hat. Right. Yeah. So um, that's what I skied with for years, and I thought it was great. And then um, I needed to replace it, so I replaced it with a Smith helmet, and I really like it. But it's I just don't wear it a whole lot. So when I'm in the backcountry, I rarely, rarely take it with me. Helmet or no helmet in the backcountry? I don't wear a helmet, and it's only just because I'm lazy. I don't want to carry it uphill. I like them on the downhill. It's nice to have. Um, it's warm. It, you know, protects my noggin. But it's warm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't take a a helmet in the backcountry. I always ski with a helmet at a resort, though. Yeah. And uh, and so I have Smith, and I have. Is Smith there goggles an argument too. to where you're wearing your helmet in the backcountry? more so than in a resort or it just doesn't uh, uh, it is what it is i mean uh, i'm sure an argument could be made but i feel like when i've skied in resorts and i've hit my head hard it's usually on like icy hard pack yeah 
And um, I guess if we're going out in the thin cover in the backcountry, you could hit a rock with yeah. your head or something. But yeah, you could. Hmm. Yeah, there have been a few times probably where I, I was pretty lucky. I did. Um, was I with you? I'm trying to remember who I was skiing with last year. Might have been you, Chase. Um, we were coming off of Indicator Hill, and uh, I I don't know what happened. Something happened. I caught a lip, and I like did a flip. I think yep, that was I was with you. With you, I remember that? Yeah. And where I landed, like I didn't feel it, but when I got up, like there was a rock where I had landed, and I didn't land right on the rock. It's like I had kind of brushed against the rock as I was tomahawking down the hill. <laughs> I think I only flipped once. No, yeah, helmet or no helmet, tomahawking still hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just like I don't even remember how, what happened or how it happened. But I remember like I, it's like I. Oh, I know what it was. I think there was a was there some brush sticking up I think or whatever. There was and I, brush. I like went through and I hit the brush with my ski and it like yanked my ski off to the right and like whipped my legs out from under me and I kind of did a cartwheel flip and i landed it and skied out backward you remember yeah that i i I'm yeah I, I don't remember the skiing out backwards <laughs> part i didn't no but i flipped and i kind of landed on my feet but also on my butt sort of yeah the i remember that it was like skiers left of indicator of that rock yeah. right mm-hmm. yep I, I remember it i couldn't remember who i was with on that anyway um at that point i thought mm, might have been a good thing to have a helmet just in case because that could have turn bad if my head connected with that rock or something but uh so far so yeah good. that's a bad one heads hit rocks i hear it's i hear it can cause problems well my head hit i had a couple concussions while snowboarding uh one on a log oh. i tried mm-hmm. to rail slide it oh i did it you did it until my edge caught head. and then oh. the edge caught a log because logs aren't necessarily bumps. smooth like right. in the park when you know like the and so i hit my head and then that hurt and then i was at nordic which was wolf and i oh yeah that's right again I, oh i was in the park this the actual the, what do they call the, the, the wolf mountain little park it's there the, the park the little train park, park train park terrain park and it was just a box and i was hitting it like all day it's like toward, it's right there at the bottom and it's very, it's like almost like beginner friendly, you know, it's a pretty mellow box and I was hitting it all day. And for whatever reason, this last time I, I went on to it, um, no helmet, by the way, uh, I just was leaning too far back and just came right off. And then of course, everything around it was pure ice. Right. <laughs> so I to hit the back, back of the head on ice. And that's one of those things where I, I was by the lift and you could hear people go, Oh. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> right? and i'm like oh i gotta get it get up get up get up get up so i got up and i got on the lift and i'll and i don't really remember the lift ride to the top and then i got off the lift and i sat at the top and i'm like what's my name oh. <laughs> who am i married to oh, just start man. seeing like and where do i live like i was out of it dude Whoa. i was like re- and i was really nervous you know i'm like oh man i I think I hit really hard and I snowboarded down and got in my car. Of course, this is what you do. Get in your car. I was by myself. Drove home. I didn't remember there was like a family party that night and I told my wife, I'm like, watch me because I hit my head and she's like, okay, whatever. You know, like probably not thinking it's serious, but I was inside. I'm like, no, dude, like I hit my head. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't remember things. Like, yeah. <laughs> wear uh, a helmet. Wear a helmet, kids. <laughs> yeah. 
I I did that at Snow Basin one time, not in the park, but I was um, I'm trying to remember how, what happened. I all I remember is that I rocked my noggin on some ice, and I had this like racing helmet. It was like full plastic shell, like Whoa, a thick, serious, thick shell, like a brew rock, like a, <laughs> and with a big thick layer of foam on the inside, and I like. It didn't destroy the foam on the inside, but there was a huge dent on the inside from my head smushing against that Ooh, foam. Wow. Really? Yeah, I hit hard, and I was dizzy. I was seeing stars. Like, thank goodness I had that helmet on. That would have been. I had really explained bad. to my daughter last night too because we were watching football games, and uh, this guy, <laughs> one guy got up and he, look, his head hurt, right? And she's like, "I don't know why he's complaining. He has a helmet on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Babe, like." I get it, but there's like the fluid in your head, and right. like, like just because you don't like have a bruise doesn't mean you haven't hurt your head. And I don't know why he's complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Boys in their sports. Well, I well guess. said. <laughs> um, We're just sissies. So, so what would you guys suggest as far as helmets go? Because you know you like your. Helmet I, I'd still buy another Smith. I, they probably make the best on the market. Although you like your. Your prep. prep. Yeah, I think Smith makes great helmets. Um, one thing that's nice about Smith is if you buy a Smith helmet, any of the goggles will integrate well with the helmet. You don't Unless get you that break the goggle, goggle gap. That is true. Um, I've been very impressed with Pret, and their price point is significantly lower mm. than Smith's. They also do have some um, backcountry focused helmets that are a little bit lighter weight, um, which is if you are, like Greg mentioned, one of the reasons he doesn't, the reason I don't, is one is a lot to carry as far as bulk. It's also heavy to take the helmet into the backcountry. I don't ever ski with one in the backcountry either, but they do offer helmets that are really lightweight um, that make it more doable to take it into the backcountry. So I really like Pratt. They only have make like four or five helmets. What happened to that? Remember the orange pretzel one? Yeah. Yeah. What's the, that called? The fun- funky looking. The Sirocco, I think. Yeah. At yeah. Least. And now they, it's not orange anymore, right? Like they have changed the color. I think they changed the anyway. color. But it was meant to be like lightweight. Yeah, yeah, the lightest. I wonder if you could wear it, or or does yeah, Camp you can wear that make skiing, like really lightweight? Camp stuff. makes one too. So okay. when I was doing ski mountaineering racing yeah. back in the day, I wouldn't really call it racing so much. When I was um, <laughs> participating, participating, yeah. yeah. When I Entering was races. doing, um, <laughs> when I was finishing the races in twice the time as the winners. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um, I used a camp helmet, and I, I still do. It's a light foam, one of the lightest helmets on the market. Um, and I use that for ski mountaineering, not only the racing, but if I'm doing like spring ski mountaineering mm. or anything where there's potential for rock fall or any of that type of stuff, then I take a helmet, but it's a foam climbing helmet, and I ski with that. Um, and then in a the resort, I use a proper ski helmet. But the... Wait, s- do you use a... Do you tour inbounds with a ski helmet? Tour inbounds? Yeah, like up at Basin oh, or something? Oh, Basin, like, I see. No. Um, I don't. Okay. No. Um, Let's clarify. But, but yeah, I do use the climbing helmet if I'm going to be climbing or I'm worried about rock fall. Um, but that I don't use it for powder skiing and stuff. I tour with this thing. Well, I don't know if you've heard of them. It's, a, it's like a foam trucker hat. That's my go-to. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that what, was going to... What is... <laughs> They, they provide a great protection. They provide sweat protection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What about goggles? Favorite goggles? Smith. I had a pair of Smith 
for probably a hundred years. Yeah. Like the little wow. the little foam that's above was gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, right. it, yeah, like I ha- I held on to those for way too long. About two years ago, I bought a new pair and thought, oh man. I should have got new goggles a long like time ago. ago. Yeah, and there were the XO something or others. Yeah, um, IOX. IOX, yeah. Great goggles. Oh, uh, yeah. Smith. Still can't freaking swap out the lenses very fast. <laughs> I'm pretty slow at that. <laughs> it takes some yeah. time. Um, yeah, Smith. If they could figure that out, then it would be totally sold on Smith. Yeah. Well, they have the new IO Mag now, which is like... Magnetic? Yeah. Super, oh, super nice. easy to just... Okay. Flip on and flip off. Um, and they're they're up there. That's not just Smith. Um, most most goggle companies now have a premier lens that has Magnet. a magnetic, huh. and they're super easy to just toss on and off. Um, yeah, I, I'm not aware of a company that doesn't. Um, I'm sure there are some, but most of them are all have magnetic lens. You, we just got a pay? bunch of dragon in. Yeah, and that's actually I'm not usually a fan of dragon, but I put their goggles on yesterday. And I, I really like them. Um, I put some on that are like half the price of some of the Smiths. And I was like, wow, these are great. And they look good. They mm. they fit comfortably. So there's there's so many goggle companies out there. I mean, I've, I remember, in my opinion, there was a time where it was like Oakley and Smith. Yeah. And I was like, and then there's like Spy and Dragon and um, Anon and like these other goggle companies were out there, but they weren't up to the level that, that Smith and Oakley were at. And then I would even put Oakley like as the premier, you know, they were the best in my, and I was kind of like what I, what I thought, but now I feel like most goggle companies, Oakley sticker on your truck. I did at one point in my life. Okay. Don't judge. Oh, too late. I knew it. Um, it was like in high school. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but now I honestly, I Oakley still makes great stuff, but I think everyone has caught or surpassed them. And, um, just the lens quality, the looks, everyone else has, has been able to make really nice lenses, their technology. Everyone has good technology. Jewelable is making great goggles, Dragon, Spy, um, so Smith, Smith. Smith does the Chromapop lens yeah, too, right? Yeah, they do. And so I have the Canon, um, Canon sunglasses. It has the SR71 yeah. um, lens, which is very similar to like the Chromapop. Yeah, I love that lens. Absolutely love that lens. So if the Chroma Pop is about the Chroma same. I would love to have a Chroma Pop lens in a, in and a goggle. Chroma Pop is great, and I, t- I my lenses that I have right now don't have Chroma Pop in them. Um, I think Chroma Pop is awesome. Other companies are doing like Native has the almost the same technology in their goggles. Um, Spy has the Happy lens, and I hear that theirs is about the same. But I, I haven't compared them side by side. I I'm sure Smith's is like the best of the best. Um, so I have to say when, with the Canon lens, um, you know, maybe it, it brings out more vibrancy and color. It does. I know it does, but that's not really why I love it. I love it cause it's so scratch resistant, so mm. durable, clear, all of those types of things. Yeah. Do you know, are the goggle lenses? I don't know. I feel like you still have to baby goggle lenses a little bit more than you do sunglasses. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're quite up to that, that par, um, I had a pair of Oakley goggles back in the day when you had the Oakley sticker on your car. Um, and yeah. I I actually really loved those goggles. They weren't the top of the line goggle, but I loved those goggles. They never fogged up. They were they always worked well. They were comfortable. And at the time I got a 
I used a pair of Smith goggles and I didn't like them as well. And so I always thought, no, Oakley's are better, at least when it comes to goggles. And then, same thing, like, I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago, I got a new pair of Smith goggles and compared them to the Oakleys and like, ooh, Smiths are better. Yeah. In my opinion. So, I, I completely agree. I've owned five, three, four, five pairs of Oakleys and a couple pairs, not as many pairs of Smiths, but I, I feel like I don't need to own anymore to know that I like Smith yeah. a lot more. They have a more comfortable fit, I think. And I think they're doing things in the industry to push the envelope and, and to make nicer goggles and more comfortable goggles. And, um, like I said, though, I think a lot of companies out there are making really nice optics nowadays. Um, so how, it's how much more are level like playing the field. high level Smiths? Like 300? Two, 280. 280. Um, Anon doesn't, Anon's top tier goggle is three, um, 300. Uh, so, so is that a much better goggle? Much better. They lens? do have like the magnetic um, face shield. Okay, so you can wear your, it's like a buff, um, whatever that you wear over your neck, and you mm -hmm. just kind of like, toss it up and it will automatically magnet to the lens what? and so you and that's what cody rides on and he absolutely loves them he's like i won't go to anything else other companies have <laughs> it but he really really likes that i cool i don't know if it's the thing that i would like uh, i'm gonna because that covers your whole face though. yeah it does cover your whole face he's like i never get cold um so there's like like and i it said it's not just up. yeah you don't fog up it's not just smith and oakley anymore there's a lot of other companies out there doing really, really good things with optics, and um, but it does, it does. Um, what, what am I? What word am I looking for? You, you, you get what you pay for when it comes to optics. There's a lot of companies out there that are like, oh, oh I've buy from us and, and we'll. It's only a hundred bucks for our goggles, and they're great. And like we talked about in the last podcast, it gets you out there. But it's nice to have like a photochromic lens or a, mm -hmm. an interchangeable lens um, because then you get one goggle that can do multiple things and your the color filtration that you get out of those nicer goggles, is, it's just better. They don't fog up as easy. It's so much nicer experience when you can see. Yeah. Well, oh, it's, that's very true. It's crazy. when I So back when I had those Oakleys, I couldn't swap out the lenses. It was just yeah. one lens for all conditions. Mm -hmm. And I love the I love the goggles because they didn't fog up and they were comfortable, but on like a cloudy day when there were no shadows or whatever, I just had an orange lens that didn't help kind of bring out some of the yeah. definition. And so skiing on those days, like I'd be flying down a mountain, smacking bumps that I didn't know <laughs> existed, and it it made it harder. Now with the lenses that I can swap out, I've got a lens for a sunny day, I've got a lens for a cloudy day, I've got a lens for night skiing and you know even on a low light day or a cloudy day where you still don't have many shadows it's still hard but with the right lens it's better it's not perfect but it's better than it was um, and it just it makes for a much better skiing experience when you can see so I, I really like having swappable lenses now and a variety of lens options saw this ad the other day on TV about this it's like, buy now, you know, those like only on TV, seen on TV. Buy be call before the ad ends, and we'll give you an extra 10% off. It was this lens that's like military grade. So <laughs> fighter pilots use. And it's like the, the what's your, what you put down in your car? The visor. The visor, yeah. right? The little visor. And then like you put it down, it's like see-through. You can like see through it. Only only it blocks like the, the sun, you know. It's like, 
oh, that's really cool. <laughs> give me one of those. <laughs> I, I'm like, don't call in yet though, because if you wait long enough, they'll throw in an additional no, one. No, yeah, I was like, for free. You get three or four for all the other cars. You, you know. <laughs> and, but I'm like, I'm gonna be like Top Gun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is pretty much all I needed. That was the only thing I was waiting for. But it does make me think like, well, there still isn't the perfect lens out there, and like maybe that technology is going to be next in lenses <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. Because I still have. You can swap them out, and then it's like, but then the sun the sun is so bright on the snow. It's, and or when it's storming and it's cloudy and white, it's so flat. I'm like, I can't see anything. Right. It doesn't, my lens, it doesn't matter. Right. So the perfect lenses still are not, I in my opinion, out there. So we'll we'll see what happens over the next few years. Yeah, and, and on all honesty, like if your eye can't see it, no lens is, is probably going to. I just close my eyes and that. go for it. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> what I do too. That helps. Um, I'm that good. Um, yeah. There's. Do you remember when you're going back to infomercials or or sales commercials, yeah. whatever? Yeah. Do you remember those eagle eye sunglasses back in? That's probably before you were born. That was like I I don't remember. Those. I remember when I was like seven or eight. I remember seeing yeah, these like eagle eye sunglasses that they were selling on the TV. That was like back when polarization was a new thing huh and they i just remember they would show like an eagle sitting in the top or flying way up in the air and then they'd show a fish under the water and all this other stuff and and i think my i think my dad might have ended up getting a pair eventually and they were just polarized glasses but they were that was new back then right and they were like the coolest thing ever saying yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway all right so uh We've gone through all that. So ski poles, do you have any fancy ski poles that you prefer? I use... I have some nice carbon ones that I'll tell you about. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Brandon's exempt from this conversation. <laughs> um, I just have some average run-of-the-mill black diamond adjustable ski poles that I use. Oh, well, I've got some fancy non-adjustable pre-bent oh, Scott poles. Nice. That... Uh, they weren't pre-bent when I bought them, but they racing. They are now. They are now pre-bent. <laughs> they were pre-bent because of me. <laughs> they are asymmetrically bent, <laughs> both of them. Um, anyway, so I, I've got, and that's just what I use for every, for everything. I use them for backpacking during the summer, hiking oh, yeah. poles during no. the summer. I so use them for my ski BD poles, poles they're like, I got them. I want to say I got them at Striders, in Layton, a long time ago. Huh. Um, probably 10 years ago. So they've got the little, it's like a little spring at the top, uh-huh. you know, like they're black diamond, but they got a little spring at the top and they, um, they don't fold. They just, yeah, just like, collapse, into, collapse themselves. into themselves, but I've had them for so long and I have not had in zero issues Yeah, for winter and summer yeah. touring and I don't ski, but I ski, but for touring, I use them splitboard. And then you didn't mention You've got your three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. carbon fiber super helio poles. I do. I'm going to frame them. Yeah. Uh, I have them, and everyone is jealous, and so I'm never going to use them. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to keep them clean. Which is it makes complete sense to me yeah. because the first time, like, if you use them and you break them, you're going to be kicking. Yourself. I feel like they're kind of going to be like the poles, the tent poles that Bryden broke. <laughs> 
<laughs> first time out. They first snap. time out, I snap those. Snap things. them. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, they're probably awesome. They. I think they're the heliopoles, right? Yeah. Which is that like full carbon, one piece carbon. Yeah. Whatever. I want them fair and square, people. Fair. <laughs> I put my name in the hat. I want them fair and square. I have no idea what I'm going to do with them. <laughs> the, they're cool poles, though. Like, they're super cool. Chase has his hand in the air. <laughs> Totally sell them to you for half price. <laughs> <laughs> Only one seventy five. I mean, I, I don't totally see the use in that poll. I'm I'm gonna be. Who's the I, user? I see. Okay, I see the use, and I see why they'd make it. But like, when I'm in the resort, I kind of like having a beefy pole, right? Because I'm skiing yeah. hard, and when I'm in the backcountry, I want a collapsible pole. So if I need to stuff my poles in my pack, yeah, I can actually stuff them in the pack. So I to me, it's like oh. Well, I had 300 bucks. I bought these poles because I had nothing better to do with my $300. Deer Valley shopper. There you go. It's it's. I guess, so. I guess it has a place. I don't see I have, the We place. haven't figured Clearly out Clearly, I yet. haven't found the place <laughs> yeah. for them yet. I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's out there. I might I make think, a coffee table out of those things I think on the wall, something. though. I think they're art. Yeah. I, yeah. They, they are. really are beautiful. Honestly, I carbon fiber them. anything belongs on the wall in my book. <laughs> I, I love carbon stuff. It's great. It's beautiful. Anyway... Cool, and then uh, anything else? We can, we can. No. no, that's probably good. We can talk about other uh, winter accessories and different things as we go along. Hey Chase, I'm gonna gonna break it to you. I just don't think I'm gonna be able to do a 50 miler this spring. Why? <gasps> dun dun dun. I'm so bad. I, I thought about it long and hard. Um, I mean, at least seven minutes. <laughs> And no, that was a week. Well, yeah, I did. I actually thought about it for a while. I, I just don't, I just don't think I can commit that much time with everything I've got going on, because I've got kids. I've got to be a dad first, and, uh, and I've got a lot of stuff going on. And I might have found a, I'm a different option. Crap! Uh, what's yeah. what's your new option? I might be oh. going to Alaska on a climbing to run a fifty trip to. Uh, yeah. We're, we're just going, and, and this isn't something to necessarily replace the 50-miler because it's not going to take a ton of training to get ready for it. It's going to take some training, but uh, hopefully, crossing my fingers, my wife and I are, I'm trying to very hard to find a way financially to make it work. My wife has her doubts, but she's <laughs> being as supportive, supportive as I think she can be. Um, but we want to go up to Alaska and climb the Moose's Tooth. Okay. Which is, uh, we're probably do ham and eggs and then can't we're going to do, do that in like eden <laughs> no <laughs> i can't climb the moose's tooth in eden <laughs> no. weird how that works <laughs> <laughs> and so um there was moose all over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> i get it <laughs> i was so lost um so anyway that's that's what we're probably doing um well there's I could, a there's okay. a position open if you're wanting to go Yeah, I'm down. I think a great way to prepare for the moose's tooth would be to run a 50. That's true. Or train for a 50. (laughs) Then you'll be in shape. When when is this expedition? By the way, this isn't until next May, June. May. Okay, what's the day today? 11th? Uh, November. 11th of November. The 12th. 12th. I just found an article online that said, (laughs) according to KUTV.com, a festive family was told to take down their Christmas decorations. What? Yeah. Out front, they had a giant Christmas starts the day after Halloween. <laughs> P- 
period. Thanksgiving. Christmas music, Christmas decorations, oh, yeah, you're Christmas huge trees. Christmas guy, yeah. Well, in retail, it really does start up the day after Halloween. Yeah. And in retail, it probably starts half before. the Halloween aisle is Christmas, like two weeks before <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Um, yeah. But that's retail. They're always months ahead. All right. Cool. Well, well, Moose's Tooth. Moose's Tooth. So look into it. It's awesome. Yeah. Actually, I could show you. I could even show you a picture. Let me uh, let me pull this up as I'm closing it out, and I'll show you a picture. And then, oh, actually, I've got it right here. What do you think? This line, the white line right there. Oh, that'd be sweet. You're going to ski that, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's only uh, Alpine Ice 4 and 5.9 Rock. Sweet. Totally skiable. Sounds good. Um, anyway, so we're probably going to do that in May, and you're welcome to come. Um, it's just going to be a big party, I think. There's probably like six of us at this point that are looking Dang. to go. Dang. I haven't committed completely because I'm trying to figure out financially how to make it work. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, decommit right now. <laughs> you're... you're <laughs> I want you to know that you're invited too. I just think I appreciate that. I, I just assumed yeah. I knew the answer. <laughs> I'm, uh, thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Pass. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll talk more about it, and and uh, we can discuss it in the future. But anyway, thanks for joining the podcast. Hopefully, uh, this wasn't a complete waste of your time. Uh, as we talk about winter accessories, hopefully you found something useful in it as you're preparing for a wonderful winter season uh, full of adventure. Full, oh, that sounded so dad. Do you want a dad joke? Yeah. This is because it's a, we're already way over on this one. Might as well throw in a dad joke. Sure. As I got to the 51st floor of the elevator, the attendant said, see you later, son. I said indignantly, don't call me son. You're not my dad. To which the lift attendant replied, maybe not, but I brought you up, didn't I? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's okay. a good one all right let's wrap this up thanks for joining us for today for the podcast uh please follow us on instagram also like us on facebook and if you enjoy the podcast uh don't judge the podcast by this episode or necessarily, the dad jokes. or the dad jokes um many of the other ones are, are better i believe um but anyway if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to click subscribe and uh, tell your friends and leave us a nice, friendly review. Five stars, please. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Bye.